What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good friend, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What's cracking? My back's a little sore today. Is it sore? Yeah. Oh, buddy. That's not I'm, fun. I'm fucked, pretty much. <laughs> I'm just fucked. <laughs> Literally, if I... Like last on when we were doing the 100th episode on Wednesday, yeah, yeah, or Tuesday, I could barely walk after the show, like after the way I was sitting in the chair. What are you? How are you sitting in the chair? No, I was just sitting, but it was just the kind of chair I was in, and like this, like usually I kind of lean up into the mic, but this time I just uh, brought the mic to me. Yeah, yeah. So that I could sit back a little bit more. You got to get but comfy. Basically. I'm just fucked. <laughs> Long story short, I'm fucked here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, part of what I wanted to do after I left this job, I don't think I'm going to be able to do because I just physically can't do it anymore. That sucks, man. Yeah, that- I'll figure other shit out, but... <laughs> that fucking sucks. It's not Like, fun. I did one day of physical labor the other day. Man, or like a couple weeks before I came up there, oh, and yeah, I yeah. was down for a few days. I was I've been been in bed all day because anytime I'm sitting up or on my feet, it hurts, and I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go to the doctor soon and find out. Yeah, you gotta do it. You gotta. Have I to mean, do it. I'm not gonna spend my life in bed, but right now I don't want to mess it up more since it seems to be getting worse and worse over the next the last couple of weeks. Maybe you should. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Definitely go to the doctor, though. Even though like, going to the doctor sucks a dick. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate I going actually, to the doctor. Um, there was one time I went to the doctor's where I actually physically changed the temperature of the room itself. What? I have a weird body temperature. And I actually think I have something wrong with that part of my brain. You're falling apart. By man. body's temperature. You're falling apart. Because the thyroid is controlled by something else that controls the temperature. I can't remember it off the top of my head. And when I was having thyroid problems, they were thinking it was the other organ. Oh, a small shit. one. Um, anyways, like, I've always been this way. That's why I love the cold. Because my see. body naturally gives off heat. Like, there's times where I'm laying in bed with my wife and she could put her hand a whole foot to two feet above me and feel the heat radiating off of me. Oh but when I put God. the thermometer in my mouth, my <laughs> core temperature is not any higher. It's just like my body pushes out heat. So this one time so, I was at the doctor, I was feeling horrible. Not like sick horrible. I was having really high blood pressure problems at the time. Yeah. And I literally raised the temperature of the room to where everybody was sweating. They were tall going like, I don't understand why it's getting so hot in here. My wife was like, yeah, he does that. <laughs> you think, I do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so this is going to, like, one of these days, like, we, I don't know, man. Like, I'll be abducted Oops. by aliens, and you yeah. will be the next spontaneous combustion case. <laughs> I've worried about that. Honestly, <laughs> I've thought about that. Like, that would not be cool. Like, you're just fucking barbecuing yourself. But on the plus side... If we ever, um, you know, do, you know, we do these micro events and things of that nature. If you and I are ever 
like doing one that's like a UFO hunt or whatever, which I think would be a lot of fun. Um, there's going to be some camping involved with that, I'm sure. But you're going to be yeah. my cuddle buddy then. No. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think we should do this. I think we should cuddle up. Um, no, no, that doesn't work for me. I think I think it should happen. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I will be the big spoon. It's fine. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. So, we got a phone call this week. Way to change the subject. Yeah. Nope. I'm hurt right now. No, it's fine. Let's talk about the fucking... Let's talk about the phone call. (laughs) Yeah, I got a phone call from another... It sounds like a celebrity. It doesn't actually ever say his name. It came in from an unknown number, but it sounds like a celebrity. An unknown number. Yeah, they found out a way to block it. They're getting crafty. They're getting crafty now. Okay. I'll just go ahead and play it. Yeah, let me hear it. Let me turn up my knobs here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. Hi, gosh. Heard you got us there some ghost stories and some alien stories. I heard you giving away a nice camera. <laughs> I sure could use a camera. Oh, my God. pictures of the paper bombing, just like some stuff and... I also want to see if you want to get together and drink some beers. <laughs> this time an alien took me up in a spaceship. I'm going to show Josh some news they did to me. So, anyways, just going to call and drop some love here for you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> the funniest fucking thing yeah, so I've ever heard in my life. Pervert. <laughs> That is the best fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, we're getting famous. Oh, my God. Herbert. Herbert gave us a call. Yeah. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> Dude. You should be excited. <laughs> no, I got to tell you, it's so fucking funny because, like, all my life or whatever, I've been able to uh, do impersonations and things like that. I, that is one that I just cannot ever do. But I got a couple buddies that can do it like spot on like very similar to what that was <laughs> so i always have my buddies call other buddies and just fuck with them like hardcore but that was amazing that was really really good do you think like who does the voice for herbert i have no idea i don't either that sounded exactly like him. yeah though. it did it really did it's outstanding thank you herbert for the for the phone call <laughs> for the love oh my gosh if you guys want to uh, reach out to us in any way please feel free to do so 913-730-7255 for the ectoplasm phone number ectoplasm show at gmail.com at ectoplasm show on instagram and twitter the ectoplasm show on facebook and the ectoplasm or excuse me ectoplasm show.com so yeah, if you guys want to, feel free. Please reach out to us. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, but yeah, Jason, um, what is some of the other things that we have going on right now? Well, we do have the giveaway. Yeah, yeah. You need to listen to the 100th episode to get the email address. And sorry, Faye, I don't know if you were trying to like spam us, but only one entry per person. I should have mentioned that before. 
Oh, you know what? I'm 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 going to take partial credit for that because uh, yeah. <laughs> because she asked if it was like one person. I'm like, nah, just fucking do it. Like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry. Well, shit, Josh, it's all your fault. <laughs> so, uh, Faye, if uh, if you end up not winning or whatever, then uh, Josh will buy you one. Yeah, I'm going to have to because I I kind of screwed the pooch for you on that, didn't I? <laughs> Damn it! I feel bad now. That's not. Your fault completely. Nah. I forgot to mention that. Nah, I well. mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> also, ladies and gents, we have premium content on its way. I have been working this week, right? Yes, this week. I have been working my ass off on this thing. Um, it sounds really, really good. Um, yeah, it sounds really fucking good. So, I think what we're going to do. Um, is after Friday's show, maybe? Maybe I'll just put it at the end of this show. I will put... You should do it at the end of this show. I'm going to put it... Yeah, so I'm going to put a, a teaser at the end of this show. I'll put in, like, the first five minutes of the show, of the premium content at the end of this episode. From that five minutes, you should be able to uh, decipher whether or not you want to go and spend the dollar on it or not. Um, but I will tell you this. It's well worth it. We um, take a spin that a lot of people probably won't see coming. I will say that much, especially concerning this episode. So I'm very excited to put this out there. Um, and also, like, very interested to hear what you guys have to say as well, you know, about it. So that's coming very soon. So at the end of this episode... Listen for it. Listen for it. <laughs> I'll be listening. You be listening, buddy. And keep them ears open. Anyway, um, what uh, we got Nick, the... Uh, I was going to say, we got the Redfern event coming. Yes, he will be on the show in a few weeks. Actually, the first week of May, yes, he'll be on yes. our show. And then it's the third week in June on Friday the 24th. We will have the Nick Redfern ectoplasm micro event at Malvern Manor. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. It's a mouthful, but it's going to be fun. Did you know that that dude's 52 years old? Redfern? Yeah, he doesn't seem like it when he I hear him talk. No, he does not seem like that. He doesn't look like it either. No, he does not. I'm going to have to drop some LBs. I was thinking plane about tickets, that. and sorry, Nick, if I did put something <laughs> out there that you don't want out there. But like yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 he's like that son of a bitch. You're gonna pick him up from the airport, and he's gonna be like, "So uh, about episode 101, man, what the fuck was that about?" <laughs> like, uh, you kind of. Hopefully, I'll be like, <laughs> "Awesome, you listen to our show." <laughs> he's gonna be like, "I'm just joking. I don't listen to your shit." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, tickets are still available for that. However, they are beginning, or they are selling. That is for sure. Yes. So please, 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 if There's you guys are going to do it, available. yeah, if you guys are going to do it, I would hop on it now, um, as soon as you possibly can. That's for sure, because they, I don't, I don't see the tickets lasting very, very long. No, you get to listen to Nick talk about whatever he wants to talk about for an hour, which will be amazing, no matter what. Oh yeah, and then you get to investigate all night with him and us. You get to pick his Albert brain, Hammer. pick Jason's brain. Nobody gives a shit about my brain. <laughs> Aliens give a shit about your brain. Yeah. You know, I've pretty much accepted it at this point. 
At this point in we'll time, I'm going to stop with the oh. fear. I'm stopping with the fear. Yeah. Yeah, fuck We'll it. also have signed equipment to give away, ghost hunting equipment to give away, as well as books and tickets and other things to other events. It should be a good time. Should be a good time. So, God, we got a lot of shit going on, don't we? Yes. We got God. We're just busy. We're just busy some bitches. That's what it is. It's a good busy. So, I, I posed a question this morning, and I know you were you were laid up in bed feeling like shit, and I feel kind of bad now because I was like texting you and shit this morning, like early in the morning. But uh, every news story that I was like finding and all this stuff over the past few days, they all had to do with like UFOs. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is it that all the news stories lately have to do with UFOs? Like, it, it's blowing my shit away here. But anyway, so I, I pulled a UFO story here. And I found it interesting because it says two former radar operators have revealed um, how a UFO traveled 120 miles and get this, less than eight seconds during Britain's most famous close encounter, Ike Barker and Jim Carrey, not the Jim Carrey that we're all thinking of, but they have uh, given their first in-depth interview since the incident at RAF Bentwaters in Suffolk, hailed as the world's best documented case. They were on duty. That's, What's that, buddy? I'm sorry. I said that's 15 miles a second. Yeah. Think about oh, wait, that. No, that's more no, than that. It traveled 120 yeah, miles in less than eight seconds. Yeah, that's 15 seconds, 15 miles, miles a second. So these guys, now this happened all the way back in December of uh, 1980. Yeah, they were on duty in uh, the air traffic control tower. Unidentified target was uh, tracked on radar during a uh, spat of these bizarre sightings. In, in December of 1980, so it was December 26th, small team of security uh, police officers reported seeing a triangular-shaped craft land in that Rendlesham Forest just outside the base. Now, this is like the Rendlesham Forest we've talked about before. This is like one yeah, of the... David brought it up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, when we were doing the uh, the drunk podcast, I think. But two nights later, Deputy Base Commander Lieutenant Colonel Charles Halt, several other uh, U.S. Air Force personnel observed strange flashing lights moving through the woods. Military team watched in awe as the glowing object fired a beam of light on the ground before it flew away. But, I mean, 120 miles of travel in less than eight seconds. That right there, my friend, is, is technology that is way beyond anything we can fathom at this point you, in time. That speed, are you so sure about that? That is exactly what they said. Yes, that is verbatim what, what that is verbatim what, what the article said. says. Yes, exactly. That's what these, only um, 900 miles an hour, which is very fast. Don't get me wrong. That's insanely fast. But people have traveled that speed on land. 900 miles an hour? That's Mach 3. Is that what it is? See, I don't know. I don't. I don't know my mocks. How about that? I'm not good I'm, with my I'm, mocks. I'm doing the little. <laughs> you doing the math? Type, uh, little Google fast. You know, a little fast speed here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm looking at. They have a video right here, of 
of a of a guy going uh, Mach three. Oh, this is this is this video is fake. But know, let's see. Let me see. Mach three in a plane. I don't know if it's possible or not. It's got to be possible. There has to be some. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. However, Fastest it's insanely aircraft. fast. It is insanely fast. 120 miles away. In eight seconds. Eight seconds. See, to me, if they had a video of this, like a person actually doing this on land, there'd be no purpose for the video. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you would never see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like eight seconds is so, ridiculous. The Lockheed SR-71 Blackbird holds the official yep. airspeed record for a manned air-breathing jet aircraft with a speed of 3,500... No, that's kilometers. 2,193 okay, okay. miles per hour. Fuck. That's more than twice as much as this thing. Yeah. And this thing was... I don't know when the Blackbird was designed, but it was well. It was close to the eighties, if not. I thought it was like just a little early to mid. I thought it was like mid seventies, probably. So nine hundred miles an hour, though, seems very fast. Well, and probably the everyday things flying around out there wouldn't be doing it. But our military was flying well over those speeds. This is ridiculous. That is fucking ridiculous to me. Not to shoot down like the triangle shape. No, absolutely that's not. kind of the shape of some of our planes, and even like a plane that the Nazis were designing. Yes. But there's other things to the story that make it mysterious. It's, to me, it's not the speed, and it's not the the whole the, the shape even. The whole Rendlesham Forest thing in and of itself is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, and if you guys like that are listening, if you guys haven't looked into Rendlesham Forest, the incident that happened there, check that shit out in depth. Um, crazy stuff. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah. I found some good stories, though, this week. See, I didn't pull any UFO stories this yeah. week. Well, I pulled that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you said you all you were finding were UFO ones. But yeah, it was pissing any. me off. It was pissing me off. What else do I have? So how I have about another one. The, you, you want me to go ahead? No, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Arsonist who torched his home to kill demons and aliens <laughs> loses bid to get out of jail. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's house is just what infested with demons and aliens. Poor, I guess so. Poor this guy. This comes from pen penlive.com out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. A Lancaster County man who told investigators he set fire to his house because it was infested with aliens and demons will keep serving a 5 to 20 year pr- prison sentence Jesus for Christ. the crime. A state superior court panel this week upheld the sentence and the felony arson conviction for 35 year old Joshua Whitman. There's a lot of people named Josh in our stories. There's a lot of crazy people named Josh in our stories. You could say it. No, that's fine. (laughs) The ruling comes less than a year after the county judge convicted Whitman during a non-jury trial for the June 2014 fire at the home he shared with his mother on East Moeller Church Road in Afrata Township. 
Police determined that witness ignited the blaze by setting alight a wood box in the basement that was soaked with accelerants. Wow. Most likely transmission fluid and gasoline. Judge wow. Jacqueline O'Shogan noted in the state's court opinion, a neighbor saw Whitman riding away on his bicycle as the house burned. He's like flipping him off. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> also, according, according to Shogun, like, a local police devil. officer testified he saw Whitman riding his bike and told him the house was on fire. Whitman was indifferent and seemed unsurprised by the information. Not today! Whitman's Sorry. uncle told investigators his nephew had damaged the home earlier because he thought aliens were living in the walls. Fuck me, guys. A detective said Whitman told him there were demons in the basement. This is why... That came out of a portal and told him what to do. The cat, A cat died in the blaze. <laughs> no other injuries. The fire caused $91,000 in damage, which was obviously the Christ. price of the house. Oh, my God. He... Re, he he wanted to file a claim. No shit. Or, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, so, it's yeah, shit like it's people like this guy. There were aliens living in his wall. Fuck me. So he ripped up the wall. This is why people don't take us seriously. You know what? God I have damn another it. one that makes it people oh, not take us seriously too. Go for it. I want to hear it. Ghost hunters criticized for breaking into derelict hospital. What the fuck are they doing? Why would they break in to a fucking rundown hospital? Because the place didn't let them in. Anyways, this is STV <laughs> no News. No shit. <laughs> Probably because it's a hazard. Know. It's a yeah. fucking hazard. God. It is a hazard. The, 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 the hospital is a hazard. But ghost hunters who broke into a derelict psychiatric hospital and posted pictures of their exploits on Facebook. Do, do, do have been criticized for putting themselves in danger. Exactly. Sunnyside Hospital in Montrose closed in 2011 and HNS Tayside and NHS Tayside said none of the buildings were safe to enter. A group posting on Facebook as abandoned places and ruins in Scotland took several pictures of their trespass claiming they were looking for ghosts. Wow. Wow. Well, we would okay. This is a quote from the chief inspector. We would remind the public that derelict buildings and properties that have fallen into disrepair, whether large or small, are not safe environments to be in. No, but shit. that's about that's outside of the point of you shouldn't be breaking and entering. Exactly. If it's not yours, ask you permission. Yeah, ask permission. If they say no, fucking move on. That's the point. Fucking move on. People say no all the fucking time. Like that's part of it. Well, then you're st- like they're stupid, anyways. If exactly. They're go on and post pictures online. God damn. Yeah, everybody's got to document everything, right? And that's yeah. what gets people in trouble. <laughs> twenty years. Yeah. Ago, twenty years ago, they probably would have just fucking broken in, got the shit scared out of them, and fucking left. Yeah. But now yeah. you're done fucked up because you brought social media into the fucking mix. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody is all up in your chili all the time. With social media, but whatever. That's fucking crazy. I don't like people anymore. Well, and this was they said they were looking for ghosts. This wasn't the media calling them ghost hunters. Well, they did call them ghost hunters, but why? Still, yeah, still. God damn it, idiots. So here you go, buddy. Here's a good one. 
a mummy was found in Mongolia wearing Adidas. Really? People think that this is proof of time travel. Um, Wait, so yeah. you remember that story you had, and that was all over Facebook, of the guy that died in the ship? What's that now, buddy? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy yeah. that died in the we, ship uh, and he was found... Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. That guy looked like a mummy. Yes, he did. He could have been wearing Adidas. He could have been. (laughs) So I wonder I want to hear the story to see how old they think the person is. Mummified remains are thought to be uh, a woman's and are about fifteen hundred years old. The person uh, was not from elite, and we believe it was likely a woman because there's no bow in the tomb or no bow uh, I don't know what it is it's B-O-W in the tomb there's no bow in the tomb or bow in the tomb I don't, I don't know I don't know either now we are carefully unwrapping the body uh, the specialist could say more precisely about the gender uh, and this is Sukabatar researcher at the COVID museum that was saying those things although they've Definitely not, definitely not a pair of Adidas. The com- the comment section of so the wait, thread. They definitely are not. Right, he says. But the comment section of the thread and people of the internet are suggesting time travel is real. Uh, oh, he goes. Come on, if you're going back in time, at least go back in a pair of Hamburgs. That's funny as so But looking the at this picture, getting a news story printed. Uh, no, I don't know. It looks kind of that way. But well, yeah, at the I mean, same it, time, it was written by not by the trolls, but because no, be- of the trolls. Because of the trolls. But looking at it, looking at it, it looks pretty fucking weird. So I'm gonna post. I'm, I'll post this up anyway um, to let you guys take a look at this because it is it's fairly interesting. That's for sure. Like I. I, when it comes to time travel, yeah. What are your thoughts, man? I tend to think that it's not possible in the traditional so. thought right. sense of time travel. Because I've said on this show before that I think if you can travel forward in time and see your future, yes. How could that possibly be if you can change your if you have control of your own future? Yeah. Because if you're viewing something in the future, I don't, I don't know. No, it's weird, I, man. When you start thinking about it, it's fucked up. I think that you can maybe be able to view a different timeline in a, a quote-unquote different dimension. Sure. That, but you would basically just seems be like the past, or seems like the future. But you would be an observer at that point. You yeah, wouldn't I, be yeah, interactive. Think, Correct. Well, I think yeah. I think observing would probably, in my mind, be more probable, but not necessarily highly probable. Right. But right. more probable than actually traveling uh, through time. I watched Interstellar again last night. By the way. Yeah. I did. I watched it again last night just because I can't. I don't know what it is about the movie. I can't get enough of it. I love it. I it's love the movie. What's that? You can tell everybody you love McConaughey. It has to be McConaughey. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, what's that one chick? Or Bryce, Anne, Bryce. No, what's that one chick? Is it Anne Hathaway? Is that her name? She's in it. Um, 
It's she's definitely in she's in that movie, but it's definitely not because of her. I know that. <laughs> like, I I do not like. Oh her. yeah. I just don't like her. Ugh. It's got to be Damon. It's got to be Matt Damon. Damon's a dick. Damon's in Omaha right now, man. Is he? Yeah, he's. Is there no? Oh, I did hear that on the radio uh, when I was up there. He's hanging out in Omaha. He's. uh, They were talking about Matt Damon sightings on the radio. Oh yeah, people are fucking flipping shit. And so I talked to this guy the other night. uh, We did uh, the sleepover at Malvern Manor, which was a hell of a good time. We had like twenty guests there, you know. But I was talking to this guy outside. He works uh, in Omaha. I won't say where or anything like that, but yeah, he saw Matt Damon and it was literally like 10 feet away from the guy, but, um, he's got apparently like traveling security that's with him. People can't even pull out their phones. Really? No, they cannot even take out their fucking phones, man. Nothing. Nothing. Right, dude. I know. What a little bitch. I mean, That's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're Matt Damon. Yes, exactly. Give back. Is it, what is it going to hurt to take take a fucking selfie with somebody or whatever or an ussy or whatever the fuck you want to call it? But I what's it going to hurt? Most, what's that going to hurt? Yeah, Nothing. he's the most famous person I've been around, and I actually said hi to him. Was um, Glenn from The Walking Dead? Oh, is that right? Oh god, what's his name? I don't know. Stephen Yoon. Stephen Yoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Walking Dead. Where the fuck were you? I at? was in, I was in line at the airport at LAX, nice. flying out to Maui. That's so and funny. He got to cut the line, and I happened to be right in front of yeah. security, and they let him in right in front of me. That is so funny. I have yeah. I have a very similar story like that. In it was fucking in LAX too. I had like a five-hour layover in LAX, and I'm sitting there with my wife, and we're fucking bored as nuts, and they finally call our flight for boarding. And I'm standing there in line, and I uh, hear this person behind me go, oh, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell? And I'm like, what the fuck's up with this guy, right? I I fucking like just out of my peripheral vision to my left, you know, just kind of like see what the fuck's going on. And I see a guy, and he's got like tattoos all over his body. And I'm like, who the fuck is this short little bastard? You know what I mean? And then he fucking goes in front of us, right up to the ticket counter, and just goes right through. I'm like, well, that motherfucker is somebody. You know what I'm saying? So it looked like who I thought it might have been, but it wasn't. Or I couldn't tell. So we're on the plane, and uh, we're flying United or whatever. So whoever it was 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 up in first class. But then he had his entire family with him on this flight. So he was coming back then into uh, into coach, like with us, you know, and talking to his different family members who were sitting literally all around us. It was fucking Adam Levine. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. So I, we flew into this little dinky-ass airport in Hawaii. Uh, and, uh, like, the, it was so fucking small. It was the smallest airport I've ever seen in my life. But uh, Where was it? Um, it's called... Uh, what the fuck was it called? Which island was it on? It's the northernmost island. The northernmost oh. island. It is very small. Lahui was the name of the, uh, the airport. But anyway. So, <laughs> I go outside and baggage claim is right there. And I needed a cigarette like a motherfucker. So, I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette and he was right there. So I had him autograph my plane ticket because I didn't have anything else. 
So I said, I'm sorry, I'm like a big fucking child. You could have like lifted up your shirt and had him on. Thought about it. Chest. Thought about it. Dude, you should have seen my wife though. It was fucking hilarious. Like getting her to like roll her tongue back up in her mouth. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. So yeah. That was my LAX Hawaii story. Fuck. Oh, we, we've had famous, famous people on the show, so. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I've met some people, I guess. Yeah. I've met some people. What Rock the fuck story. else do I have? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I got another story. Okay. Iceberg or torpedoes? Weird conspiracy theories surrounding the sinking of RMS Titanic. Huh. It's not like a... There's not really anything new in the story. It's just a list of of some of the different theories of it actually not going the way we think it went. Okay. You remember when the movie came out? Yeah. And then it was the 20-year anniversary of the movie coming <laughs> out, and all these idiots on social media were talking about, oh, my God, did you know the Titanic is a real thing? Uh, yeah. Did you see any of that? Yeah. A little bit of that. I saw a little bit of that. I really try hard to stay the fuck away from yeah. that. I didn't get in the middle of any of it, but it was just like Ugh. kids talking about, oh my God, did you know the did Titanic know? was based on a real thing? <laughs> like, I thought at least it was mentioned in school at least once. Uh, I mean, I don't really know if you need to know about the, the Titanic, but... But it's a part of history. I mean, come on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I don't want to make. I don't think my wife will listen to this. And I don't like to put her down. Um, this isn't really putting her down, but I was shocked when I, <laughs> I tried to talk to her about the Hindenburg, and she had never heard of the Hindenburg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, God, what year was the Hindenburg? Oh, I don't know. I don't either. I'm trying to remember. Long time ago, but it was after. I the remember Titanic. I remember seeing the black and white footage. It was after Titanic. Uh, that was back in, well, like, what, guess, 1910? Like, that was back in, like, 1910 or 1909 or something like that. But, I mean, that was, was a, yes, it was. Um, fuck, that's crazy. Anyways. Sorry. Back to the Titanic. Yeah, keep going. So, there are, I'm just going to name off a couple of them and talk briefly on each one real quick. So, the switch and sink. Okay. In 1998, Robin Gardner released his controversial book Titanic, The Ship That Never Sank. In it, Gardner suggests that the owners of the Titanic, the International Mercantile Marine Group, controlled by American financier J.P. Morgan, did an old switcheroo before the ship was meant to set sail in what would be one of the biggest and deadliest insurance scams in history. J.P. Morgan gets a bad rap like all the time. There's other. There's another theory later on in this that has to do with him as it well. It throws him under the bus again. Well, yeah, this one, <laughs> like it was. I mean, it's all of this is going to be kind of under the bus for him because yeah, right. he was. So, anyways, according to Gardner, the Olympic, which was almost identical to the Titanic, had previously been involved in a collision with the Royal Navy cruiser HMS Hawk effectively putting it out of work while it was repaired. And because the collision was deemed the Olympics' fault, insurers Lloyd's of London allegedly refused to pay for White Star's claim. 
Wow. Coincidentally, the Titanic was running behind schedule, partially because the Olympics returned to the yard. Gardner proposed that the damaged Olympic was quickly patched up and converted to become the Titanic in order to make sure that at least one vessel would start earning money. The ship's captain, after being persuaded not to reduce speed, supposedly then deliberately directed the Olympic into an area teeming with iceberg with the aim that the ship would sustain enough damage to warrant a settlement. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, he, one of the theories is, is it was this other ship that already was damaged that they wanted to get rid of and the, the Titanic wasn't finished in time so they just sent this one off with the the whole time the captain was going to try and sink it you know it's that's crazy to me I you know and honestly I have never heard about this at all I've never heard the uh, the conspiracy surrounding Titanic no. at all no I didn't even realize it existed I just so thought, hey, boat went out, boat fucking sank. it was torpedoed. Wow. So this one is, it says another, albeit rather obscure, theory uh-huh. was that the Titanic was torpedoed by a German U-boat. This bizarre idea was fueled by reports that four explosions were heard deep in the Titanic after it hit the iceberg, conceivably being tornadoes launched by a German submarine. You mean torpedoes. As to why... What? You mean torpedoes, right? You said, what did I say? You said tornadoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> There's tornadoes out there. Fucking tornadoes. <laughs> As to why the Titanic was targeted, like the switching out for the Olympic, it was apparently to collect on insurance policy. Oh, so this one also puts it had to do with the... The U-boat commander had agreed to take part in the plot and was reportedly related to one of the Titanic's owners. Huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so it's the, the second one's the same story, except for they used a U-boat instead of... Right, right. ...knowingly messed up ship. Wow. Wow. So here's another one, big big time conspiracy one, that had to do with the beginning of the Federal Reserve. What? So it was no secret the Titanic was built to lure in the world's richest guest, and among those to be on board for its maiden voyage were John Jacob Astor, Benjamin Gunningheim, Isidore Strauss, and George Dutton Whitney. As the theory goes, these four incredibly wealthy gents were opposed to the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. Seeing a quick resolution, financier J.P. Morgan, (laughs) with some help from the fellow banking cartels, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, chose to kill four stones with one quote-unquote berg. Wow. The Federal Reserve was opened one year later. Wow. So it doesn't, like... None of these really go into detail with, no. um, like, facts. Not facts, but it, it, none of these really go into detail. I'm sure the book. I'm sure the book but, is absolutely crazy. Well, yeah, and I'm sure that there's a lot of this information out there online. But the last one I think is the coolest one: the curse of the mummy. Nice. All right. <laughs> the most outlandish theory, however. 
lies with the idea that the Titanic sank because of an ancient Egyptian curse. On board the ship was Lord Canterville, a historian who was traveling with a sarcophagus containing the I... mummy of an Egyptian priestess of Amon-Ra. I actually of its knew that. value, the sarcophagus was placed near the bridge mm -hmm. as opposed to the cargo hold. This proximity allowed the long-dead priestess to affect Captain Smith's reasoning, causing him to dismiss the warnings of ice and slow down. <laughs> so the curse of the mummy strikes again. Amun-Ra. wonder if they were rocking some Adidas. I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe. It's interesting, man. Speaking of interesting... I was fucking around looking at, and our our, uh, our buddies over there at Paranormal Warehouse um, posted this video, and it says, man films earth breathing in and out. Oh, I've heard did, of that. Did that you watch? paranormal. Did you watch it? I did. It's not paranormal. What is it? Is it real? Did it? Did you read the story before? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. He's like, a uh, man was all alone, uh, walking in these woods, um... The story made the rounds in the bushcraft community probably about a year ago. Okay, okay. Because there was somebody out in the woods filming something. And what right. it is, is the wind that's causing this. These trees have all died, and their roots are dying and not solid in the ground. So you can see that. Blows, you can definitely see the dead trees. Down, the roots go up and down, which make the earth look like it's like in waves or rumbling. <sighs> so, yeah, they already know... Whoever posted this story, whoever wrote the story that this person posted was either an old story that they hadn't figured out the cause yet or just blatantly ignored the reasoning behind it. I would say so. Sorry to ruin your little story there. No, bro. it's fine. I'm out of stories, though, now. But it was weird because, like, more. watching watching this or whatever. It like, is really cool Oh, fuck, looking. man. It's, it's crazy. And if you were in the middle of that, I could see yeah. how freaked out and scared you would be. Yeah. But there is there is a known reason why it's happening. It's not paranormal. I'm glad that you uh I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you said that. I could have let you read the whole story and then come in You've just been like, No, you're a fucking idiot. You yeah. don't know anything. Uh -huh. You don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, you well, could have. Shit, man, uh, you should have. Yeah. I have my weekly end of the world story. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, let's do it. Boiling River near Yellowstone National Park heats worries. All right. Did you see this one? No. This comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, I saw it elsewhere as well. A river near Yellowstone National Park suddenly changes, changed colors and began to boil and emit yellowish noxious noxious gases some witnesses wondered quote we're all about to die <laughs> is this just an, another a volcanic vent or sign of bad things to come I was going to say the though like what would cause that so the Shoshone River runs through Cody Wyoming just east of Yellowstone National Park it's close enough to be a canary in the coal mine for unusual <laughs> geothermic events okay. and that's precisely what happened on March 25th when photographer Dewey Vanderhoff what a name <laughs> Dewey Vanderhoff come on Dewey yeah. spotted the Shoshone River mysteriously boiling and more 
while this particular event ended after four days, wow. Burkhart, uh, one of the scientists, I kind of just pulled parts of it, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go into this part in a second. Burkhart said, recent other activity has released enough hydrogen sulfide into the river that there is a 1.5 mile sulfur smelling dead zone that is completely void of fish. <laughs> Wow. Burkhart calls it a chemical burying, barrier blocking live fish from entering. That can't be a good sign. Huh. The boiling river has cooled down for now. It's just a... F- we lost Jason. We lost you. Are you still there? Did Hillary cut you off? Hillary cut you off. Are you, are you hearing me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Did Hillary? All of a sudden, everything went dead in my ear. Hillary cut you off, buddy. They don't like you. Yes, they don't fucking they like don't you. They don't want me talking about these things. They're like, no, Jason. No. And then they give you this minor inconvenience. Pretty soon, I have a feeling I'm going to have to start asking our audience for legal donations. <laughs> <laughs> donations for legal help. Yeah. So anyway, you said... Where did it cut off? I don't even remember. It said it's been calm now, for now, I believe is what you said. Or it's cooling down for now. Okay, the boiling river has cooled down for now. That's it, It's just a few miles from Yellowstone supervolcano where earthquake activity is actually increasing. And what I was going to say was, this isn't actually probably a new thing. Right. Now, it could be different, but Lewis and Clark, when they went on their um, their walkabout or whatever their walk across about. the country, yeah, they actually went through this part, and they talked about a river in this area that smelled of sulfur. Really? And it was yellowish. They didn't say anything about it boiling. Sure. But, I mean... Volcanic activity can cause this. Yeah. And that area obviously is rife with volcanic activity. So could this be a new thing or not? They're not really sure because they don't only have somebody saying that, oh, this area, this river smelled like sulfur. It smells like back, shit. Back when. Anyways, I don't think that... I scared my wife with this story actually earlier <laughs> this week. Not this particular one, but another one I was reading on the super volcano there, yeah. which now says, "Oh, I'll bring that one up. I don't have the details in front of me, so forgive me if I get them wrong." But the one I was reading says that a scientist has said that the volcano will go off this September. How the fuck? Really? Like, and they how- will, we will get buried in the Midwest with 15 to 20 feet of ash. Is that's he what saying- exactly what I said to her. And it wasn't really her because she was just reading the story, but how could they tell exactly that's when what it's I'm going saying. to go off? Because why aren't they... Yeah. Like, but yeah, hey. I scared my wife with that story. She was like, why would you tell me this shit if I can't do anything about it? You can, though. I think we could all do something about it. Move? Just fucking move, man. Just get the fuck out. Let's go. We need to call the aliens to, like they did in Star Wars, or Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek, to come throw one of their ice bombs into Yellowstone. That's a good idea. And stop it from going off. We should see if they would oblige that. We should see. 
I'm sure if we raise enough money that they will. <laughs> we need to get gold, people. We need to get the gold. They need it for their atmosphere to keep warm yeah, during apparently. their outer reaches of the solar system. <laughs> oh, my God. It's weird, though, man. I don't know. In, in your it honest opinion, it could go though. off at any time. It could go off at any time. We don't have. We don't know because we don't have any. We we can't even predict when a regular volcano will go off. Are you Not fucking kidding me? We can't even predict certainty. when the fuck it's gonna rain. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? We have no fucking clue. However, in your in your honest opinion, do you think that it is uh, kind of like a sign of of things to come in the? near future I don't I don't know I was also reading a story about these earthquakes that have been hitting the two in Japan and then the one oh. in Ecuador yeah 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 and you know scientists were saying that just because they happen so close they have absolutely no, other than the two in Japan which one was a shock and the other one was an aftershock they have nothing to do with each other which you know like, they were so far away I tend to agree with sure. I think that I've always kind of fallen on the line of this stuff, though, it seems to be happening more and more often. It's only because we are told about it every second of every day. Yeah, that's true. Where it didn't used to be that way. Even, like, we had the news when we were kids. You and I were kids. Yeah. But it wasn't like we were beating over the head with things all day long with news from all around the world. That's true. So it may seem like it was more. Now, another thing I saw was is there were three simultaneous volcanic, volcanic eruptions around the planet. One in Alaska, one in, I think it was Chile, and then another one in another part. And they were ta- They also brought up the earthquakes and, and all this other stuff. And they were trying to tie it all together, and they didn't really do a convincing job. So who sure. knows? But damn, man. Three one- simultaneous eruptions? Yeah, I don't know if that's really rare either, though. Just because they know, go off dude. at the same time doesn't mean... I and don't these know. These are just, like, ash clouds coming out of them. They're not, like, yeah. the big explosive ones. Well, that's good, though. That's Yeah. Nobody wants that I, shit. I did see a story, and I failed to read it. I'm going to check it out. In one of these Japanese towns, after the... After the latest earthquake, the streets were filled with like a couple feet of foam. Foam? Yeah, just like a like a foamy substance, and they you know <laughs> they have came in like a like a tsunami kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't read the story. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine it. I can't. They showed they showed a picture of one street and people walking down it and the foam walking was up through to their the knees. Foam. Walking through the foam. Mm-hmm. Knee deep in foam over here. <laughs> I'll just go about my day eating sushi. That's that was racist, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just walk through the foam. Just eat my sushi. This isn't the worst thing that ever happened in my life. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Steve Masushi. That was racist, wasn't it? Poor guy. <laughs> God damn it. That was great. That was fucking great. So I'm out of stories because you shot them all down. No, I'm, I, I'm out of stories too. <laughs> I shot my story down too. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome. 
So what the fuck, man? What else is going on? What else do we got going on? Um, we got the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. You know, I'm really looking forward to uh, to August. August is going to be a good month this year. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. do the Kansas City Paranormal Conference in the lack of a better name or lack of an actual name yet the under kansas paranormal conference i'm thinking about also trying to make it up to the one in the upper peninsula of michigan as well are you i've always wanted to travel up there yeah, absolutely a conference and yeah i'll see what i can do well i know our uh our buddy spurrier goes out there yeah so maybe you could uh you guys could road trip together yeah maybe because that could be fun guys make a road trip of it so 913-730-7255 for the ectoplasm show phone number and make sure you uh get get back and listen to uh episode 100 for your uh for your opportunity your chance to win the full spectrum camera Yes, all you'll have to do is email us to an email address that we give out in the middle of that show. Yeah. It's not ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. It's a different one, but you have to listen to that episode to get it. Yeah. Oh, I will announce the winner on next week's news show. So you have oh, one okay, more week. Oh, okay, so you have another week then too, yeah. That'll be good. Actually, actually, instead of next week's news show, yeah. I'll announce it on next, not not this week's topic show, not this Friday, but the Friday after. That way, from the time this airs, you will have a full week Sure. from this episode until the drawing ends. That's very nice of you. Very nice of you. I'm excited. I'm excited to start giving some shit away. This will be great. Oh, we also have bumper stickers for sale on the Oh, website. that's right. Fuck. I knew we were forgetting something. Bumper stickers. We have ectoplasm bumper stickers. It's our logo on a bumper sticker. I'm very excited about this. It's yeah. going it's so going you on can my car. Show off everybody you know what you listen to. I think it'll help support the show. It will help support the show. As well as the premium content, which is right at the end of this episode. Listen up. The end of this episode. Right after the uh, right after the the ending song or whatever. Yeah, don't 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 click next. You know what? No, whatever. I think I think what I'll do is I'll just pause it. I'll just let it roll for like five seconds and then I'll play it. I won't play the music because that might fuck some people up. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. Because I don't want to fuck nobody up. I want them to hear it. Because I'm proud of my work. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun, though. I want everybody that's still listening right now to start spamming Josh with scary alien stories. They already have been, man. <laughs> like, uh, we need to do it more. We need to just, like, Blanket him, you know what? Though, no, and fuzzy little alien stories. I'm gonna welcome this. I welcome this. That's I. Yeah, do it. Just fucking do it. I'm gonna try my damnedest not to be scared anymore and just let it happen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give that a go. 
I don't think I'll ever be abducted. That's my point. I don't think I will, it will ever happen. I just read a story that nope. I thought about including nope. about a guy getting abducted outside of Iowa City. Fuck me, man. Are you serious? See, it's now it's getting closer yeah, to Yeah, it happened why? to be a while ago. That's why I didn't include it. Uh, that's all right, then. <laughs> that's okay. Iowa City, man, really? Yeah. I, oh, I, you want you want to challenge me to find stories right around you? No, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. I challenge our listeners to find alien stories <laughs> close to home for Josh. Southwest Iowa, Southwest Iowa, Southwest Iowa, close to Council Bluffs, about thirty minutes south. And I didn't mention the name unless he cut it out of the time he lived in in the last show. Nah, it's in there. It's still so, in there. So yeah. Anywhere in southwest Iowa, find those alien stories and send them to Josh. <laughs> Shit. And you better read them, my friend. I'll read every goddamn one of them. It'll be fine. I'll probably, I don't know, I'll probably talk to the people. I'll hunt, I'll hunt the people down, the abductees. I will hunt them down. That's what I'll do. Because, I mean, we could use that anyway. We could use that. If they yeah. if they were willing to be interviewed, we could use that. Don't you don't you think? Definitely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna wrap this up. You guys listen here in the next, I don't know, thirty seconds or whatever. Listen to the sneak peek sneak peek Christ. Listen to the sneak peek of the premium content. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Keep trucking through the week. We'll talk to you again Friday morning. Peace out. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Josh. Hey, I'm just letting you know, coming up right now is the sneak preview for the premium content that we have available very, very soon. Uh, All episodes, I believe, are going to be right at $1. So if you like what you hear, this is like just a few minutes long of a little teaser. Um, Hope you enjoy it. If you like it, uh, we'll have more information coming for you very, very soon. Later. came in and uh, eight-year-old girl had to uh, you know her appendix burst and had to do a surgery and he started cutting on her before she was knocked out she died now she's a sally the manhattan ghost well the first one that i ever saw was on a haunting and that was way back when and probably 1993 they came out and they said oh that a doctor lived in this house and that he had had uh, a housekeeper nurse that helped him out and that they had hadn't had a love child together and this child was a mulatto child and she was you know seven or eight years old and she died from pneumonia in the upstairs nursery and that her name was Sally so the first thing that's only the only thing that's common here everybody will hear is Sally and 
I'll tell you about that in a minute. The next urban legend is one that was a made-for-TV movie by Sightings. It's called uh, The Heartland Ghost. And it was about a doctor that lived in the house with his wife and that the wife had an affair with a slave. And so when the baby was born, it was obviously not his, and he threw the baby out in the snow and let it die. Okay. The third urban legend is the, the most popular, and it is one that a doctor lived in the house, and some woman came and knocked on the door in the middle of the night with her child that was you know, writhing in pain, and he had to do an emergency appendectomy, and apparently he was either drunk or inept, and tried to put her out with some some uh, anesthesia I'm assuming it was chloroform and or ether and it he dropped it and it broke on the ground and he didn't have enough and so when she woke up writhing in pain she lashed out at him and because she is already cut open she died instantly lashing out at a man and that she hates men and that's those are the three the three known urban legends of the house. From what I understand, it was a normal house from like 1867 all the way up until the Pickmans moved in. Um, they had, I, th I think it was four natural deaths inside the house. Um, and don't quote me on that because I could be wrong. But uh, four natural deaths. There were a couple of funerals that happened inside the place. But um, other than that, there wasn't, I mean, it was just a normal house that the guy lived in. Um, uh, Dr. Finney he was an odd character he liked to cross dress and roller skate or ice skate one of those two but other than that he was just a normal doctor that lived inside the house built that whole place by himself and they kind of lived there as a family so I don't know what brought on the haunting but we can discuss that a little bit later 